Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome to The Greatest, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to another episode of The Greatest. I am Megan Gailey, joined in my backyard by my husband and co-host CJ Toledano. Hello, yes, we're in person. I mean, me and you are always in person. <laughs> I'm using a different microphone. It's weird. We're set up and we actually have our guest here, which who I'm excited to get to. Yeah, it's really exciting to be in our backyard and be in person with a guest. Mm-hmm. Um, we are joined today by our dear friend, hilarious comedian. She has a Netflix special called The Degenerates. She's been on Seth Meyers. Not the person, the She show. is um, the, the queen of all of our hearts. Returning to the greatest, please welcome Lisa Traeger. Hello. I'm really happy to be here. The yard is lovely. Nice LA sunshine. And both of you with um, novelty t-shirts. <laughs> Listen, actually, this is my doing. I, I've definitely in quarantine been like, we need comfy clothes. Uh, and I've you're just- You're wearing, uh, tell the people what you're wearing, Yeah, CJ. I'm wearing a Dynaco uh, gas station shirt, which is the gas station in cars. And a Space Jam quilted hat. Oh, I didn't realize that. Embroidered. <laughs> Embroidered. <laughs> Listen, and- when you put Space Jam merch up on the internet, it's hard for me to say no. And I am wearing a giant Cedar Point shirt. <laughs> yeah, Megan's fashion for sure has changed post meeting CJ. We There's don't no know doubt what about actual it. fashion is though these days. Do we? No. Uh, right now, my fashion is what do I fit into, and then that's it. And then I leave the house, and then I go. Oh, I guess this is out now too. I put jeans on last week just to feel what what that's like, and they still fit, but different, like. I'm like, there was more room in the knee. Like, my knees didn't Yeah, wait. it's... Well, the other night, I had jeans on, and I was like... Because I was doing... I did outdoor comedy for the first time. And I'm telling you, like, you don't know, but you obviously know. Um, and so I had these jeans on, and I was like, do these look too tight? And CJ goes, just loosen the belt. And I'm like, no, it's the thighs. <laughs> like, there's no way to loosen the thigh belt that's happening. Yeah, it's uh, wild out there. But today <laughs> is my day one of no sweets. I think I can do it. No sweets. I think as long as I have bread and cheese, I can do no sweets. I'm going to try. What is your favorite sweet? Not to already, like, right off the bat tell you. Um, I think what I eat the most is probably, like, a gummy candy, a Mm -hmm. fruit snack, a little treat. That one's tough to give up because, like, technically it is fat-free. 
Yeah. <laughs> when I first met you, I'm Megan. I was like, fat free. Yeah. When I first met you, Megan, and you like brought those out, and I think I was like watching my weight at that time, and you were like, they're fat free. And I'm like, I, but there's also 40 pounds of sugar in this. I, listen, I'm not saying it's like a rational thought, but that's, I always think of gummy candies as like the healthiest candy. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, agree. I mean, too? it's better than a yeah. Snickers. It's got to it? be. I think it's got it. But then, like, so. Snickers have protein. Snickers are amazing. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's, um, but lately, it's been cakes. We went to a pop-up to pick up desserts from a famous chef. Yeah. And I, got, I couldn't decide. And I'm like, I've wanted to eat this chef's food for forever. Who knows when I'll ever be able to? And so I got three things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's kind of how I've been cooking they were fucking delicious. Thank you, Natasha. I was, yeah, I've just been, like, looking at food, like, when am I ever going to get to do this? Exactly. Well, She's a James Beard nominee. It's yeah. like, I got to get a taste of a saprasada, whatever it was. I wanted what? it. The three. No, that's not what it was. What was it, Megan? It, I don't even know <laughs> what you're trying to describe. The passion fruit Yeah, thing. I can't recall. I don't remember. Semifredo. And then, Semi, semifredo. Yeah. Semifredo. Yeah, because Kara knew how to say it, and she kept saying it. Um, the th- well, she's lived in Italy. Yeah. The three of us, we were kind of a circle of death when it comes mm-hmm. to food, too. We, like... We in we that's our problem area. We have uh, attachment to foods. Yes, this group, and it makes us feel good and happy right now when so few things. Are. My favorite story of the past quarantine was us being filled to the brim and <laughs> seeing a picture of a Big Mac and getting McDonald's. Yeah, and getting two like main protein items per person too. Yeah. Well, that's why the other yeah. night I had texted you that Jack Black had made a surf and turf burger, yeah. which to him was, well, he got McDonald's. It was for his birthday, right? And he got a, a quarter pounder, no, a Big Mac. And he took the middle piece out and he put a fish filet in the middle. <laughs> and then he put sweet and sour and ketchup on the top. And, you know, I, I it looked good to me. And you not guys me. were like, it looks good. And then we all had McDonald's the next day. Yeah. It did not look good to me. <laughs> I would try it, though, because I love the crunch of the fish filet, and a Big Mac is, like, my favorite from childhood. It's my favorite item, I would say. <sighs> no, we love food, and even—I um, think we were watching a sport recently, and I noticed the Taco Bell advertising in the background of the people playing. It's Taco like, Bell's a big House of Highlights sponsor. C- oh, wow. CJ has—he's bought into all the bubble advertising hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> Are, we've become a Michelob Ultra home because of Jimmy Butler and the man who cleans his room in the commercials. Yeah. And you're like, it's good. And I'm like, wow, they got you, CJ. I've had spurts of active, of like being active and like healthy. Um, And for some, yeah, I would just believe them because they have a fancy bottle. Well, it is the lowest calorie beer. But then I saw a Miller Lite commercial where a dude just throws like a, a, what are those called? Like a a 36 pack on the counter uh, at a gas station. And uh, it says only one more calorie than... Michelob. Whoa, they're coming for them. I like how that, like, I want beer, but it has to be the lowest calories. It's like, it's beer. Um, I'm a Miller High Life, I would say. I'm a High Life girl, but I love a plain beer. I like a Miller, a Bud, Mm -hmm. and then I love the, I love a Corona. Oh, Ashley Corona, Darby. Pacifica. Yeah. I, one time, an old friend of ours, Sean Flannery, told me Corona is good for your throat. 
And I know it's a lie, but I've kept it. And every time I have a tickle in my throat, pre-COVID, of course, and I had a show or it was time to do lots of shows for a week, and I'm like, Corona's going to soothe my throat. Wow. And so I've, like, tricked myself into loving it. Taking health advice from a man who created a show called The Blackout Diaries. <laughs> yeah. Who, yeah, who was told he had cancer and refused to remove it because he was too busy. I believe he's walked off a roof before, yeah. too, but... <laughs> Listen, he said Corona's going to heal my itchy throat, and I believe him. You know what I fucking love? Oh, God, what I miss. Um, what was that place called? It was in the middle of fucking time, the businessy part of Times Square Hell's Kitchen, Mexican spot, and they would put Coronas flipped into, I like, love that. frozen what is that? drinks. They have that at all over LA. I know, but I just, that you memory like- to me in New York, in the middle of everyone in business outfits, like, hustling and bustling, and then I'm just drinking a giant a margarita with a Corona. <laughs> what yeah. is that called? I'm like young, I'm early, mid-20s, you know, life is That was, great. you were sex in the city all in that, that was your Cosmo. Yeah, I fucking hate the turn on sex in the city so much. People being like, man, I hate against, it. We're not against it. You I know. think people, the idea like carries the worst. And I'm like, she is an annoying person and you all are like her. So you hate yourselves more mm. than anything. Where's this turn occurring? Just on the internet and, like, yeah. in the zeitgeist. Like, when you talk to people, it's, like, the go-to conversation is Carrie sucks and that— It's, like, not feminist. And it's outdated. And, yeah. And, of course, it's outdated. Yeah. It was cutting edge 20 years ago. Of course, it's going to be outdated. But we love it. But she's not canceled. No. No, it's just that's what the first conversation always is. And it bothers me. Yeah, because it's Instead a, of being like, that fashion, her hair, the apartment, the or acting, it's like a the friendship. really good show. Yes. I think it. some of that, too, is it's like a really good show that, like, women liked. And so, of course, yeah. it's going to be shit on. Because no one ever goes, wow, Tony Soprano is a piece of shit. Walter White, what a fucking number. They do, they do, though. Now they do. That's not Walter White. I've seen some of the argument, but I'm sure. Yeah, I'm not. I haven't seen. I don't follow the people who are who are giving sex and city discourse. Yeah, I think some people are like, I can't watch Breaking Bad and root for this drug dealer. Oh, really? But not like an outcry. I just like I'll keep scrolling. I'll be like, you're a nerd. Who? Yeah, who? I've never seen that. That seems crazy. It's a show about a drug dealer. Watch it. Yeah, it's very good. Well, let's shift to sports here. Oh wow, uh, <laughs> Lisa, is I that do- a long non? non-sport thing no no, no, no. no i just no, no. i just uh we i just want to make sure uh we get to the topic yeah. but i wanted to i, I just don't I, want to disrespect no, no I, the, I i just our, listen our listeners they love a little sex in the city trip down memory you know she fucked a baseball player a new york yankee yeah, in did. the show Who? She did. Uh, he's like Here. he's not like a yeah okay. they go to a yankees game and then she has her they're like wasted and she has her press pass and so they get to like meet a guy interesting yeah totally like a thing in our world that we've seen there was an they go ice skating is there really never a knicks oh maria uh samantha meets a guy at a bar and he's a sports nut like at a sports bar Mm -hmm. and he only fucks her if the knicks win and then when the knicks season over she's relieved she's gonna get fucked more often but then he switches to baseball and she goes i'm out of here um and miranda dates the knicks um doctor yes dr robert lee and she thinks he likes a cheerleader who's that played by Blair Underwood. Oh, yeah, he's a sexy fan. Yeah, he's real sexy. All right, chill okay. out, ladies. Okay, so today's topic is greatest tearjerker. I did want to see how Lisa is, like, consuming sports. No, uh, I was going to ask oh, her okay. her favorite. Um, what's been your favorite recent sports moment? Um, recent, I think I'll say um, Naomi. 
Yeah, Naomi Osaka. Mm-hmm. Uh, tennis. That's been... I haven't really watched your Bubble Machine show. Thank you. Um, that's been a highlight. You loved the boyfriend flipping off. You saw Naomi and her boyfriend. What is her boyfriend's name? Corday. Why being Corday? Okay, thank you. He, they're like on center court after they've won and everything. And, you know, she's maybe holding and he's like flipping. And everybody got so bad. And it's like, he's so cool. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't I didn't know. Couple. I don't know anything about her boyfriend. Actually. Yeah, he's I a, can't wait. He's a famous rapper. Yeah, he's really he has cool. He's a new song out with uh, Roddy Rich. And he, they have fun. Oh. Fun shots of him celebrating when she won. Yeah, they're a great couple. And, and it's just like, again, with the sport of tennis, usually it's like, and it still exists, but just like this, what, vibe of, you know, fancy and like. Yeah. Country club. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And like these two are just. For tennis Naomi to be one and, of the best. Yes. Yeah. And then her and boyfriend they don't just being mean a the rapper clothes. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also did like the picture Megan posted of all the moms, young moms with their babies in the bubble watching their Mm -hmm. men play. That I liked, of course. It's been sad when teams have gone home. Like when the Raptors went home, I was like, I'm not ready to say goodbye to the Van Vliet kids. You know, like there's like families I've fallen in love with. But then there's new kids. There's new kids now. Yeah. And I love Dion Waiters hanging out with LeBron. Yeah, but he's like older. He's like eight. (laughs) He's funny because he he still has like the bravado of Dion Waiters. Yeah, he is funny. I also like that Bronny's favorite player is not LeBron. Yes. I learned yes. that, well, so I, I enjoyed mean, that. I think it's part, like, he has other favorite players. I bet you he is, like, my, my dad, dad is, is, cool. Is, is cool and is one of the best players of all time. Yeah. But if he had a room full of posters of his dad, we'd be like, okay, Bronny. <laughs> you know, we make fun of him. There's this whole world on YouTube where people, because you can go on NBA 2K or these video games. I mean, your nephews probably do this, but, like, and you can, like, stream yourself playing it, and people will engage with your, like, type comments, and people would ask, like, who's your top five favorite players? And he, like, still lists his dad in there, but he, he like, still hates his dad's opponents, like, the same way that fans do, which is really fun. Yeah, but isn't Russ his favorite player? Yeah, but, like, uh, like I think the, the Kawhi rivalry is very real. Oh, he does not it, pick Kawhi. Because, like, someone would be like, Kawhi's better, and he'd be like, no. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, well, that's nice. I like that. And it's true. He's not better. Yeah, you gotta you gotta keep the enemies uh, in on one side in a family. Yeah, yeah, like uh, Caroline Manzo. Who's yes. That? <laughs> is that a housewife? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she's the one that's like, my family is thick as thieves. Yeah. You do not mess with my. You look like a clown. <laughs> um, she's like the most. And then after the first season of New Jersey, New Jersey, obviously, people. Andy was like, no, you know, people have brought up a lot of like maybe mafia connections, and they're like, we are not a part of the mafia. My father-in-law was murdered by the mafia, and you're wow. like, what? It seems like you are a part of the mafia. Oh, and I didn't watch this, but I do. I I was told this, but mm-hmm. I love uh, a buzzer beater win. Yeah. So, that so, was, oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, the Lakers. Uh, I heard one in the last second. Ad oh, last uh, um, Sunday night. Sunday night. Last night. Um, yeah. Okay, so we're doing greatest tearjerkers. CJ joked last night that every moment is a tearjerker for me. Um, so, <laughs> well, no, I agree because um, I cry at all Olympics. There'll be a loser and I'm crying. I don't remember who it is, yeah. but like when they do the biopics and then they're crying, winning the gold, and yes. their families cheering, I cry a lot. So it was actually really hard to pinpoint and remember the ones that s- stick. To my mind, because I'm sure I cried when Michael Phelps won and his mom was crying. Of course. I'm sure. Well, the Olympics, like, nails human interest better than other sports because they do have so many packages getting to know the people. You know what's so funny? I was once in Oslo, Norway, watching track and field on the TV, and I saw a comedian in the States tweeting about it. And I was like, oh, are they showing this? And I'm like, oh, yeah, they're showing the Norwegian 
packages here. Right. So it was yeah. fun to see the packages in different countries. You're getting to know the other players. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think like in the U.S. they end up showing other country, like spotlighting a, a foreign athlete if their story is like really exceptional or they've like lived through something that like America's helped them with, you know? Well, like, yeah, they'll always do a Russian gymnastics package, you know? Yeah. Or like a Romanian girl. Because we're fascinated by that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this was definitely... This is a last-minute choice. Yeah. And, and it, it was exciting. And it brings... Um, I, I personally, I've mentioned a lot of moments, Naomi Osaka and Coco Goff, like, that. I brought that one up in press conferences. And so I, for the listeners, I tried to pick ones that I have not picked for other things before. Oh, you guys did best press conferences? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. We've done some really specific ones and some really broad. This is like a broad. Was it a journalist? Who did the? It was our friend Adam Lefko who um, hosts the Tuesday night edition of Inside the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. Cool guy. Cool voice, too. Okay. So, Lisa, um, since you are guest on our show and guest in our backyard, please give us your number three pick for greatest tearjerkers. So I'm really excited about this. I didn't see it live in How It Happened. I saw it in an episode of Iconoclasts on Sundance Channel. Yeah. Okay. And it was Tony this? Hawk with John Favreau, cool. one of the best episodes. And I've cried multiple times throughout that episode. And then we were watching YouTube clips out here, and it came up, and I was like, this is my favorite. And so it's um, Tony Hawk landing the 900 for the first time. Yeah. And I just love... Um, perseverance and I love the idea of like falling and falling and falling and you keep going and you keep going and then like landing falling to your knees grabbing your board and then everyone comes and hugs you it's just like ultimate and did he nail it at a tournament was it yeah the 99x games okay 99x games oh yeah baby (laughs) which Um, is I mean yeah it was like a it was a huge event like they were like he's gonna attempt it at that like it wasn't in competition with anybody him doing that I don't think, right? No, it was like you get um, an amount of time. The gotcha, event gotcha. is like you get 15 minutes and do as many tricks and cool point things you can. Cool point things and you can. And he was just like, I'm going to fucking I'll land this. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. I don't crazy. care about anything else. And he has another tearjerker because his father died right before the first X Games. And his dad did so much work for that. And so that's he has a few tearjerkers to me. Yeah. Tony Hawk has been... He's been present in our lives recently, too. Not mine, but Why? yours. <laughs> I just, but yours. he came out with a new video game. I love everything about Tony Hawk. His story is like... Um, his cribs. Yeah. His cribs. yeah. That's what's yeah. thinking. I was like, I like him skateboarding, holding a baby. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I wish he didn't have so many wives. Like, I'd like to know the what's happening Tony there. Tony Hawk had a bunch of wives? He has a bunch of wives, I would wow. say. Wow. Yeah. Really? Mm. Yeah. Mm. He's hot and rich. I mean, Whoa. and I'm sure he's, like, self-centered a little, Superstar. I mean, that doesn't say he wasn't very selfish, or but who knows? You know, relationships work don't work out for. Oh, for sure. That's the only thing where I'm like, what are you doing here? Listen, I think what CJ's (laughs) trying to say is it's the women's fault. Yeah, it's the women's fault. Um, But I do like, yeah, I and I love on Twitter. He tweets funny conversations he'll have with people coming up to him, being like. You look like Tony Hawk. And then you'll be like, I am. And they're like, you're too old. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That reminds me of another tearjerker Tony Hawk moment. On TikTok, there was a uh, uh, just there's a lot of like uh, delivery people or like FedEx uh, people. And uh, this FedEx guy who's like friends with the people he delivers to 
a little girl came up to him and was like, can you give this letter to Tony Hawk? And again, he doesn't know Tony Hawk. She just thinks like that's it's like Santa, like how that's how mail works. And um, he posted him reading the letter on TikTok to Tony Hawk asking for a board like the board was or the girl was like, I need a new skateboard. Tony, can, is there any way you can give me one? He read out loud. And then Tony Hawk went and delivered a new skateboard to her. Oh, my God. In person. Yeah. I knew he would probably give her the skateboard, but that was an additional nice touch. Yeah. Of showing up in person. I know, this he is seems a- lucky. I bet he knows, like, he's like, holy shit. It's kind of like you, where you're like, oh, okay. I guess this is my job. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's a lucky guy. I think, and I think he feels the luck. Yeah. That's why I think he's so cool. <clears throat> yeah. I, um, I know that male is not part of the sports world, but... Male stories are really getting me tear jerkers right now. I'm really into all the mail. Okay, Lisa, great first pick. CJ, you want to go? Yeah, I'll go. Okay. Um, I would say, I mean, this year has been the year I've cried the most watching sports. And so I would just say all of, just like everything that the Lakers have done. I mean, obviously the Kobe stuff. And then it was just like every response to that from the team, from the league, I've like cried. Like the LeBron, I think LeBron giving the speech before their first game is one of like the the strongest I've ever seen an athlete a person give like he didn't have to do that and then last night again we were talking about earlier AD hitting the buzzer beater you just think about it and so I don't know if you guys knew this but he said Kobe when he shot it and that went viral on Twitter and it just like I just bawling because yeah, I mean, before I even said Kobe, I was like bawling, but you just everything that they have had to go through, like we are all like this is sad, this is crazy, like basketball in general reminds you of it. But like, yeah, the Lakers have endured so much, I think. And I know I'm a little bit biased, but uh for them to continue to excel and play is just so yeah. Yeah, they have a lot on their plates right now. Um I oh, did not God, know yeah. I didn't know you were gonna go Kobe right out of the game. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. That, no, I I definitely knew we were gonna be talking about Kobe. I thought it was gonna be your I guess yeah, maybe it's gonna be your number two and your number one pick too. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I just yeah, I mean I, I I and the thing is I've said on this podcast I didn't like Kobe before. And then it took that and then I was like Man, it made me think about life and humans and yeah. and all that and uh, and then just seeing everyone's response and like the way they're using his, him as inspiration and all that. It's just like, Lisa, what'd you say yesterday? You had you were like, we didn't we didn't realize how much we loved him or like he grew up with him too. I was my story with Kobe is I just didn't I never thought about him. Yeah, <laughs> it's not yeah, like yeah. a per, I know of him. I. Under, you know, as a thing, I didn't even know he had four kids. Like, I didn't, but I did. I do remember that cute moment with him and like uh, Gianna in the front, mm-hmm. front row, mm-hmm. courtside. Um, but the moment I found out he died, I was sad, crying, and I probably cried for weeks. Yeah. And I don't, so to me, it's like, it's about how many people you touch. And he's touched everybody, mm-hmm. even people that thought that they don't care. I was like, truly devastated yeah um for a long time and i you know now i follow vanessa Vanessa and and sad all the time yeah but also nice i like seeing the kids and and pow's daughter being born and having jonna as a middle name and vanessa being his godmother like and those things make us it's also nice to see that people continue their support of her because i think Mm -hmm. what happens with grief or when people lose someone it's like there's a hoopla and then they're left yeah alone and it 
feels ne- good to see that she's not being left alone. Right. Um, there for her. Yeah, they talk about, like, in the process of grief when, like, the calls stop coming and people stop visiting. And that's when you're, like, really alone with it. But it seems like they have a very, very strong support system. So, oh, boy. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, it's and we talked about, too, just he is, like, um, he's an example of redemption at its best. Yes. Where he admitted wrong, grew, and then every action in his life was positive. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Re- uh, yeah. All right. Megan? He was young. Okay. I think you guys are going to make fun of me for this one. Please. Um, it's... <laughs> um, the 2001, so the first NFL games after 9-11. Yeah, no, this is a great one. Okay, I thought we were, I, um, it's, so the game. I can't even pretend to get involved in this one. Like, so, I don't even know what you're talking the, about. Um, the game, so the weekend of 9-16, that Saturday, all of those games were postponed. It was week two of the NFL. And then they moved those games to January, and then they played the rest of the schedule as usual. So they went back to playing on September 23rd. And the Giants were obviously kind of, the Giants and the Jets to some extent were like the teams that everybody was like looking at and where are they going to be? And and a lot of the Giants had met with first responders. And so the Giants were actually playing in Kansas City and there were signs everywhere that were like, Kansas City loves New York and all of this like show of, of patriotism. And you could tell that the Giants players had just like truly been affected and felt it in their core and felt like they like needed to win. And the thing that's so, it was like beautiful and that was such a uniquely like powerful time in our country that like we clearly don't have anymore because you see this like outpouring of support from the entire Chiefs fan base at the game and it just like struck me how odd and how like sad that where we are now that like when there was a moment of unity between the Chiefs and the Texans on opening night those fans booed and it's like just 19 years ago you were like We'll do this for America. Like, they were almost, like, cheering for the Giants that game. And the Giants ended up beating the Chiefs in that first game back. But it's like, fuck. Like, these are the same—this is the same fan base that was, like, making signs, being like, we love you, New York. And now they're booing when players are, like, joining in a moment of just saying, like, hey, we'd like to be together. Yeah. So I guess it's a, it was a tearjerker, and now it's, like, an anger jerker. Do you think the Chiefs tried their hardest in that game? Um, yeah, they weren't. I don't think they were that good then. But I think the Giants like had destiny on their side, which I think is kind of how people feel about the Lakers this season. Like that exists in sports where there's like a story that's so big with the Saints and Katrina. Like they just have if you're not from that fan base, everyone is rooting for, you know, Mm -hmm. like everybody gets behind them and they just feel this like higher calling. So is everyone rooting for the Lakers this year? No, No. but they should be. (laughs) But they should be. I'm getting hate texts for some reason. Well, there's just a lot of Lakers haters. Well, I know you said people were happy that the Clippers were out. No. Well, Well, Clippers fans were sad, but then I think other people were. Did you know the comedy community is big Clippers? Fans. No, because I just thought of our friend Noah when the Nuggets won. Oh, yes, yes I just yes. was like, oh, he'll be happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know. I just know we like the coach. 
Vogel, yeah. yeah. Old Pacers Oh, no, coach. she means um, Doc Rivers. Oh, Doc yeah. Rivers. Yeah. 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 We like Doc. We like Doc. He has some flaws. Basketball wise. Anyways, oh, okay. but yeah, and the return, I mean, that's what uh, my friends and I, we, we uh, always look up like classic Conan episodes. And Conan and SNL, just seeing the return to sports and tr- an attempt at normalcy, which we've seen several misstarts in the last few months, is um, except for the bubble. It's just a lot that we we put a lot of weight on such trivial things in our lives, and it's crazy to see when when like they when sports handle it. Well, and I do think this this nine eleven like instance that I'm bringing up has been used a lot incorrectly uh-huh. in the last few months to be like, yeah. see how much it healed us, and it's like for sure understand that. But this is a different situation. This is a pandemic where if people are close to each other, they they could potentially kill each other. So yes, like we would love to be able to do that, but like you're comparing apples to oranges here. Also, if you guys just fucking united and wore masks and behaved and thought it was real, we could have had a sports <laughs> season. Exactly. You so it's like you, you want. I mean, to put all these players in danger and everything when you won't even do the bare minimum. Yes. Like, go fuck yourself. Right. So people have to live away from their families and and get tested yeah. constantly. For you. Like, the entitlement people feel to famous people, but athletes in particular, yes. is um, fucked. I'm sure there's a lot of race things associated with it, but the shut up and drip, all of that is just disgusting Yeah, to yeah me. for sure. Um, okay. Where it's like you work at a shoe store, <laughs> but you can talk about your opinions, but this person can't. I just don't understand. I hate it. I hate it. We hate it too, Lisa. And I think most of our listeners do too. Okay, let's take a quick break and then we will be right back with our number two picks. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, You deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually 
in person and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Okay, and we are back with our number two picks in Greatest Tear Jerkers. So I'm excited because I was there. I uh, oh, Not okay. at the event, but I said the this latest U.S. women's soccer team parade, mm. the ticker tape parade. Mm-hmm. Um, I was lucky enough to go, and um, I went with my friend Julia, and she was crying more than me. And after she explained it to me on our walk out of there, I <laughs> cried more too. But just um, being there was insane. It was like... So many people downtown, the team, I mean, they're such inspirations and I just love watching champions party and how hard they've worked and just seeing people like cheer for them. And then the additional stuff that my friend brought to my attention was she said she'd never seen men in female jerseys before. She was like, that has never happened. She goes, I've never seen a man wear a woman's jersey. And so that was a lot. And, and she also said being downtown, being by the New World Trade Center building, you know, um, and just thinking about 9-11 and how fast New York has rebuilt. And then we're all here together celebrating this amazing team mm-hmm. um, and just seeing all the young girls. And it was really exciting. Yeah, it was really exciting. The women's soccer team is um, like every iteration of them. You know, like we've talked about Brandi Chastain on like she was one of our greatest celebrations. And then they really women's soccer and women's U.S. tennis fill me personally with so much joy because it really does feel like that glass ceiling has been broken because the amount of people that watch them and root for them is equal to, if not surpassed, what the men get. Yeah, I just, unfortunately, you were saying that and I was like, but they're not. They won't pay them even They won't pay them. (laughs) They won't even acknowledge. It's just, it is uh, so fucked up. And there was some tennis guy talking shit about the women's yeah. tennis oh, recently. They're always there. But then always... we have Andy Murray, right? He's the good one. Well, I like all the Andys. <laughs> okay, but there's one thing I always see on Instagram where a person goes, "You're the first tennis player to achieve this thing," right. and he goes, um, well, "Actually, Sarizan has yes. achieved this multiple times." Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, I love him. Yeah, I do think men's tennis is dis- besides Djokovic and his like crew of men who joined this weird federation for just men. I think that a lot of the you know like. I hear Andy Roddick, you hear the commentators who end up being former tennis players giving women's tennis the props that it, I mean, it kind of carries the sport. In America, it does, because there's no male U.S. tennis stars. There's only female. I just remember Andre Agassi. Um, Pete Sampras. When was that? 15, 20, 30 years ago? it was a long time ago. Wait, who got stabbed? Monica Sellis. Yeah, we've talked about her. Uh, We've talked about it, and I I still haven't looked it up, but because it sounds so crazy. Yeah, stabbed on the court. I mean, I guess that's a tearjerker, but it's like a sad, very, very sad one. Um, There's an amazing commercial. I think it's for Google, but it was like, um, I think it was during Black History Month, but it was like the number one Google tennis player, Serena Williams. The number one national anthem is Whitney Houston. And it was just how, like, the number one of everything is a black person, mm-hmm. searched-wise. And that just, it, when people talk shit about women's tennis, it's like, I only think Serena. Yeah. 
When people, <laughs> you know, like, when people say tennis, that's the first person to pop in my head. Yeah. Okay, CJ, give us your number two pick. So I, I admittedly don't know much about more than the event itself, but Derek Redmond during the Olympics, and you guys would know us. That's what, on my list. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, then chime in because I don't, I don't know much yeah. for, other than like, I would always see this in montages. Doing research for it just on the Wikipedia, I cried twice. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, so I just the basics. He in the Olympics, British runner, he his hamstring snapped. Oh my god. And midway through the race, and his dad ran past security Aww. and had him and, and like carried him uh because he was like, We have to finish this. Yeah. The thing is, he's been, he had a lot of injuries, this player. He was mm-hmm. always surgeries, there was always like a lot of trauma, but he had beaten the it was a the four hundred meter race. And he had British world records in it. He was, like, very good. And then, yeah, fucking snapped. He fell to the ground screaming. And he was just like, I'm going to fucking finish this race. And his dad um, helped him, and they leaned. And he limped his way to the end to a standing ovation in Barcelona. And um, his dad actually lit the torch in the London Summer Games in 2012. He was chosen to lit the torch. Yeah. So that was, and it became just this moment, um, like it's been used in commercials everywhere, and it's just this moment of um, finishing. But he was disqualified, obviously, you know, because someone had to help him, but. Wait, he didn't win? (laughs) (laughs) But they should have redid the race and had everyone else's dad carry We cried the most, he gets the gold medal. Those are the rules now. But we talk about how heartbreaking that is, because Olympics every four years, and you are, like, you have these other events in between, but man, you are eye on the Olympics. Well, I'm thinking about the Olympians for this year with COVID. They just don't even have one, and like, and they're going to have it next year, but it's like, who knows what that does to their training and to yeah. their bodies and to the people who are like, you know, I was kind of pushing it age-wise. <laughs> like, it's, um, that they should have tried, oh, no, because it's everywhere from, ever. it's like people from everywhere. You can't even bubble it up. No, and if they were going to bubble it up, I think, I think the U.S., they'd be like, you're not welcome, like, you're not invited. We would be, we would have to do our own, like, COVID games. Yeah, I'm surprised we don't have Zoom Olympics. What do you mean? We should have Zoom Olympics. Like people have to run back, like run the 40 inch dash in their office or something. It's a stupid joke. Oh, Jeez, okay. You can't even give me anything, <laughs> just got to stare at me. I just know it just sounded like something that you were trying to pitch for your job. No. no yeah, actually, it's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, that it also says so much about like parenthood and like. Well, yeah, because the sacrifice. It could have been a make. coach. It could have been a lot of things, but because it was his father, it definitely ups the emotional yeah. um, thing and being able to. And he's a, he's a sick just do it hat on. As he, it's just like Nike must have been like, oh, this is the commercial for the next twenty years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Before he you probably, go out there, put on this just do yeah, it. Yeah, he probably didn't yeah. have a hat on, and they were like, you need a the sun, you need a hat. Yeah. No, um, there's a mom- There's a famous moment in Survivor, the TV show, where um, uh, Suri, like, she's just not strong enough, and her team obviously lost. But in her head, she was like, I have to do this for my kids. My kids need to see me not give up. But then, a part- and she does finally get up on the thing and, like, finishes the race. But a part of me does think, like, I don't know if I would. I know it's a thing we um, admire, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. What, what is why? the importance of finishing? <laughs> like, I, I, I just, I wonder the psychology and, like, what it, all of it means. I have the heart of a quitter. Um, but <laughs> why I, do you say that? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, look at my office. 
It's a nice office. It's in disarray. We just have like a lot of wedding gifts <laughs> that we were going to exchange. You might care about housewares. That doesn't mean you're a quitter in everything. <laughs> I was about to say, you know, you keep writing scripts. That's yeah. A, you keep writing scripts. I've seen you really bomb and you keep doing <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, really, Yeah, being a working comedian <laughs> yeah. is definitely, now I, never mind. I know. Yeah. There is no end. There is no, there's nothing. Yeah, it's just what your like mental illness gears yeah. you toward. It's like, listen, we're not going to do a marathon, but I'll I'll bomb in Wisconsin five nights in yeah, a row. Yeah, I mean, I did my first show in six months the day that the smog and smoke was so bad in California. The air quality, they said, was like smoking 20 packs a day. And I was like, well, I'm not canceling. <laughs> how many How many people were there? Audience I would say wise. like 15. Wow. Maybe 20, because I'm bad at that. But I would say 15. Have you guys ever done a set where you had like 15 minutes, but you're bombing so hard you just are like, all right, good night, like eight minutes in? Yeah. Um, I had one for sure. I've also had many bombs where I went over because I kept being like, I'll get them. Yeah, let me end. Just let me me have some more time. I'll get them. And it's like, now I'm just bombing for longer and running the light and everyone hates me. Well, it's also like experience because when I was younger, I definitely have a moment where I had to waitress the show and then um, I went up bombed and then had to continue waitressing. (laughs) And what sucks about that in my... um, like, I didn't know how to get out of it. I kept... Yeah. And Ken Barnard took me aside and went, listen, this is... I'm so glad I got this advice early on. He goes, they already don't like it. Step back, change it up, and do something different. Like, what you're doing isn't working. And so now I feel I would keep, like... I'd be like, oh, well, you guys fucking hate me. Like, I would kind of turn on them or fuck with them or do something. As a producer of a comedy show, I mean, back then we didn't have a choice. But now I'm like, I don't want to seat these people or, like... All that give or like take their tickets and then go on stage. You yeah. know, it's just like I feel like it's preventable now. It's but a little embarrassing. It's a little embarrassing, but so is yeah, a lot of the things in our career. But <laughs> um, yeah, shout out. Well, I mean, I remember getting off stage at like a giant club and a guy being like, "Come here." And so I walk over and I'm like, I'm about to get a compliment. And he's like, can you give me a Diet Coke? Like, I wasn't the waitress and he thought I was the waitress. What did you say? audacity. I I go, oh, yeah, I'll tell somebody. (laughs) Of course. I was like, yeah, I'll get somebody to get you. No, I do. I mean, I do it because we're all humans. But sometimes I'll be standing waiting to go up and someone will be like, where's the bathroom? And I'm like, just, it's there. Go away. Yeah. Like, clearly about to go up. But have you ever, like, hung out by the bathroom after a good set? No. <laughs> hung out by the bathroom? No, like, hung out in, like, the common area where you're like, I'm going to get some compliments. Help yeah, me. Yeah, maybe. And then yeah, you see? don't. <laughs> or you're like, maybe people want to meet me. That went well. And then everyone's just zooming by you. <laughs> yeah. Like, going to the Chili's next door. <laughs> ooh, ooh, good job. Yeah, I almost, I hate those, like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You'll love this, Megan. I, I bombed at a nursing home once. <laughs> And afterwards, this old woman goes, I mean, do you need some jokes? I can give you oh some jokes. Oh, my God. Wow. Why? Why? Yeah, give me some jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are wow. times where I have taken, we always talk about annoying audience members who come up and try to give you tags. I've taken a tag or two. Listen, uh, people are like, I have this idea. I'm like, I'll hear it. I'm going to hear it. It may be good. All right, Megan, okay. you're up. My number two pick is the Iowa Hawkeyes tradition yes. of waving. So the Iowa Hawkeyes football stadium is built in a location. And then directly across from 
the football stadium, they built a children's hospital. The University of Iowa did. And so after the first quarter of every single home football game, the entire stadium turns and waves to the children's hospital. And on game days, only the children and the children's families are allowed in the hospital. And they like all they bring them all towards the windows and they all wave to each other. And well, you got to see this, Lisa. Really beautiful and magical. Yeah. I can't believe I've never heard of this. Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely like a sensation and it's considered, you know, college football has like a lot of traditions and this is for sure considered the best one. And like, I, well, I had to read an article today that was like, this about it. The Iowa Hawkeye football team did not build the children's hospital. And it's like, yeah, of course, I didn't think a college football yeah. team built a children's hospital, but it. Yeah, it went viral a few years ago. It's really so wonderful. I mean, yeah, I just love, I, I don't love sick kids. I obviously don't want kids to be sick. But, like, athletes interacting with children that are, like, going through such a difficult thing is always so beautiful to see. Athletes are a sign of hope. And for the whole stadium to acknowledge that is just, yeah. I mean, it's so good that we, on House of Highlights, again, like, we're picky about what we post. Like, we post it every time, and there's nothing different about it each time. Yeah. But it's just sweet and makes everybody feel good. Yeah. Yeah. So let's take a quick back. Whoa. Huh? Let's take a quick break. CJ, this is like your dream come true happening. Um, Let's take a quick break, and then we'll be back with our number one picks. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually 
in person and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Okay, and we are back. Um, Our number one picks are up and ready to go. CJ, do you have any honorable mentions? I mean, all of the Buffalo Bills Super Bowls. I keep going to sad. And I didn't, granted, I didn't cry when those happened. I cried when I watched that documentary. That is one of the the four falls of uh, Buffalo. That's what it's called, right? Uh, Something like that. But um, yeah, the Bills going to the Super Bowl four times in a row and losing each time is if I was a Bills fan, like I would cry every time. Well, you know what my parents did? Yeah, they became Colts fans. They <laughs> said, we we got to get off this train. Yeah. The, you, oh, you got a worse team? We're going to root for them. Yeah. Um, but they would so, be happy if the Bills won, right? Oh, absolutely. And we still, like, the the Bills are their second favorite team, for sure. They still, like, want them to do well. I love Bills gear. Oh, I love Bills gear. I feel gear. the gear is so good. Yes. I'm going to get Bills hat after this. Oh, I love... I, I think the Sabres gear is great. Like, Buffalo does have... um, Oh, I think New Era is uh, there. Yep. Oh, interesting. Friends uh, friends with my sister and uh, her husband. Wow, a lot of Buffalo connections. Home Um, of Violet. Home of Violet. Home of Violet. Yes. Okay. Um, Home of Viola subs. Um, Yeah. CJ... So that's your honorable mention. And then do you have your number one pick? Yeah, I'm sorry. It made me cry the most. But the 2016 NBA Finals, Game 7. Uh, Is that Cavs Cleveland when Cleveland won? Yeah. It, and I don't need to explain it much anymore. I've said it so many times in this podcast. But I, I was working at Bleacher Report two weeks in, you know. Sorry, our neighbor is taking out his trash right that's now. That's all right. Um, <laughs> that happens when you, you record outside. But... I, and I didn't know I was going to cry. I wasn't like, I'm going to cry if they're going to win. Like, again, it was two weeks in. It was a, I was working with employees or coworkers I just met. They don't know anything about me, really. And we're watching the game, and it happened. I just couldn't believe it. I, I wasn't going to believe it until it happened. And then just, again, it was a, a flood of what it all meant. And it was like LeBron coming back to his hometown, coming back from 3-1, which at that time was not like it never happened in sports. And winning it for his hometown, and that was his promise. When he came back, he went in front of all of Ohio and promised that he wasn't leaving until, or he was going to win one for them. I, I didn't want to put words in his mouth, but like, because he did leave. But yeah, he promised he was going to win one again. A guy who already has had so much pressure in his life doesn't owe anything to anybody, and promised that added that pressure to him, and he won. He and he won it under such insane odds. Well, we have a famous story that our friends are married from Cleveland, yeah. and he cried when, when the game happened, yeah. um, but she got mad because he did not cry at their wedding. Yeah. CJ also did not cry at our wedding. Yes, I did. Mm, I did not see a tear. I mean, I did. But, I mean, yeah, <laughs> but tell people about your IG story poll the other day. What? What was it? About the LeBron and you. Oh, yeah. I did a LeBron. I did a poll that says, does CJ love me or LeBron more? And it was like 76% LeBron. <laughs> and I said, that's fine. I'm okay with that. They were, I hope they were kidding. That is not true. I don't even care if it is, CJ. Oh, my god. He's done a lot more with his life. 
So, and and I, I really like Cleveland. I grew up 90 miles outside of it, and I think they're owed. Listen. Not owed. They deserve to win some. There's no three people not from Cleveland that love Cleveland more than the three of us right here. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I have we multiple club Cleveland stands. We ride hard for Cleveland. We decorated a friend's home in Cleveland gear this past yeah, week. We, everyone during the pandemic is like, I miss New York. I miss traveling. I'm like, yeah, I miss going to Cleveland. <laughs> like, truly. I have a lot of work and love the uh, comedy there. there. Love the food there. Love the food there. They're, listen, they're not giving up sweets there. They're going hard for sweets. I wouldn't mind if the Indians, I mean, I'd root for the Indians. Uh, I don't know if I'd root for them over the Dodgers, but. I'd root for the Indians. Uh, for right now, I root for the Indians to change their name. And then, <laughs> and then I root for them. I wish them well after that. I bought a, a mustard from that stadium. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jacob? No, not Jacob. It's, it's like a special gotta mustard. get this mustard, so I bought the mustard. What, what's yeah. so special about it? It's like a spicy, it's nice, windy. It's a good mustard, but, um, you know, it has an offensive label on it. Lisa and I went to, like, the uncorking of the Christmas ale. Like, we are... Ooh, I love a Christmas, Christmas ale from ale Ohio. so good. Um, okay. Yeah. So now I am up. I have three honorable mentions. Tyler Trent, who was a Purdue football super fan who got bone cancer and then became, like, friends with the team. The Colts owner flew him and his family on his plane to be able to see Purdue play. He has since passed away. But, it you know, he was 20, so he was, like, old enough to, like, be their friend. Like, they were peers, not like, oh, you're, like, a mascot. And I just— he just became like such a symbol of like strength for almost like the entire state of Indiana. And um, yeah, when he when he passed it, really, I, I cried and I was I was sad for sure. Serena Williams making her return to Indian Wells in 2001. It was just a complete catastrophe and like racial things being yelled at her and and Venus and and her dad while they sat and watched her. And so the sisters vowed to never go to Indian Wells ever again. And then she made her return 13 years later and um, like amazing signs and, and was welcomed back. And and I think the fan turnover had changed. Like I think. Th- our, as a country, we knew like maybe a little bit more about how ingrained racism was, but she cried before the match even started. Like she just walked out there and and I think she genuinely felt like I'm happy to be back here and they are happy to have me. And then when Steph Curry made like promised that young girl that he would make girls shoes. Oh, yeah. I love that. that she wrote a letter nice. and was like, why aren't there any girls shoes? And then he like met her i think sent, sent her a bunch of stuff yeah I, I think they could have met but yeah then sent her a bunch of female specific yeah and um, then he vowed to like stuff. make yeah female basketball shoes There's been a lot of strides in that because of that moment yes absolutely and then my number one moment is Stuart scott Accepting the Jimmy V Award at the 2014 ESPYs. We were actually at a Mexican restaurant in New York and the ESPYs was on and Stuart Scott was battling like late stage cancer at that point and gave such a beautiful speech. His teenage daughters were there and, and he said like, I am here because of you. You are my heartbeat. And someone who is like so funny, so cool you know, dying and and being extremely vulnerable and and thankful for all of, like, the blessings in his life. And, I mean, the ESPYs just is like a gut. I mean, 
I've stood backstage and cried at them. They just like Pat Summit had an incredible Arthur Ashe acceptance there. Like they just really do tear jerkers beautifully. The Jimmy V one itself. The Jimmy V one that like launched it all. But Stuart Scott, watching him give that speech, I I like sobbed beginning to end. Like even just thinking about his life and his passing brings me to tears. And I just love him and and really miss him. So yeah. beat that, Lisa. <laughs> What's great is, I'm not even going to try. So, <laughs> since one of mine was taken, I've been like, uh, uh-oh, what I'm am sorry. I doing? Trying to think. And I found a, ble- you know, a Bleacher Report uh, okay. list, and I want to cry at all of them. Yeah. And they are really good. I can't wait to watch them. It's like Cal Ripken's Final at Bat. I want to yeah. watch that. There's one where these this high school girl is carrying another one. There's a lot of, like, coming back after Injuries. And, like, dad's dying Ugh. and stuff. That little So the Saints, you know, these all seem really great. I'm going to stick to what I know, and it is a movie, so that sucks. Okay. But no, it doesn't. I do cry at Remember the Titans a lot. But And this might be controversial because there's obviously, like, uh, white savior stuff on it. But the end of The Blind Side, when they show the real version of him being drafted, uh-huh. really makes me cry every time. Yeah. And then... I wish I had more specific names, but anyone getting drafted mm. and the t- that and, like, the beginning of someone's dreams coming true, yeah. um, always, I like that. So yeah. I would say drafts. Drafts is, are great. Our friend AJ, who we had on the podcast, oh, yeah. did this incredible thing. I think it was, like, three drafts ago where she had people from the— football players' lives, write them letters, and so they got drafted, and then they came off stage, and they read these letters from their mom, their high school coach, whoever it was, and it is, like, the most magical, amazing thing, because they, most of these guys have lived through incredible adversity, and have had someone, like, in their corner, and then this person that was in their corner is being like, I'm so proud of you, this, you are one in a million, you, like, made it happen. Oh, it's really beautiful. There, if you, you said a movie, I want to say one from a documentary. Remember Undefeated? Yeah. Um, oh, my God. You got to watch it. I mean, everyone's got to watch it. I don't, it won an Oscar, and no one knows what about is it? it. It's about a, a high school football team in Memphis, um, in, like, uh, inner city team, and who've, who've never won. And this one player who was, like, the Rudy, he's actually still pretty good. And they go to his house throughout the movie, and it's just, like, falling apart. He's, you know, from a poor family. And he like tore his ACL or something, and but he he's like a really good student, and didn't he didn't expect to go to college. And right before practice, when he was coming back, they get word that he's all four years of his college is going to be paid for by an anonymous donor. By an anonymous guy who I think is Puff Daddy. He was a producer on the he was movie, a producer, but it, it is like that movie is so good. From it has the funniest moments and very very sad and beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the blind side, it's like a controversial moment, but I I did like the movie and that it is based in fact. I don't know. The last time I saw the blind side was at a dry bar in Indianapolis. That was the movie they were playing, and I'm like, this is the perfect movie for a <laughs> yeah. dry bar in Indianapolis. Just like white women getting their blonde hair blown out, being like, We are good. We are see, we're pretty good. That Sandra. <laughs> I just you know, and get, getting siblings and the meetings yeah. with the like and what school he went to. I just loved it all. Yeah. And uh, And he's a real guy and, and for and all he movies won a Super Bowl. I do oh I didn't know that. Yeah. For all movies I love when they show at the end the real life yes. of what was happening. Like that's always great. Yeah. Wait, what team did he win a Super Bowl? The Ravens. Nice. I was also going to say, I heard Rudy is a dick. 
I'm sure. I've <laughs> never liked Rudy. The film, I don't care. Or I don't care about Notre Dame as a whole. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I don't. Um, sorry. Irish Catholic from Indiana. And guess what? Notre Dame, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> With you and your touchdown, Jesus. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for being on the <laughs> thank show. You. I feel like I'm you... sorry I ended with a controversial movie pick, but no, but you like <laughs> the real life guy. Yeah, yeah, I do. That's very nice. Um, do you want to promote your podcast that's coming out soon, or is it too early? Not yet, not yet. Okay, okay. but stay tuned. Okay. But watch all of Lisa's. Uh, she has glitter cheese. Yeah. Glitter cheese is uh, on her Instagram handle for and Twitter, Twitter and Instagram, and I have an album called Glitter Cheese too. Oh, it's called Glitter Cheese. I didn't know. Yeah, that. yeah. That's all you got to remember. Actually, I learned on the cover where I have a, a gold necklace that says Glitter Cheese is the same place where you guys have your gold nameplate wow. necklaces that Aaron went. Yeah. For our Did wedding, Aaron yes. give it to you? No, but uh, we have a stylist in common. <laughs> oh, that thing cut my uh, hair the other day. Well, <laughs> my hair you have you you seem to have allergies to things that I didn't know you could have allergies to. I have worn it though. I've worn I've worn my Clyde one or my Meggie one before. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Megan. Oh, you can follow me at Megan Gailey at Better Megan Gailey on Instagram. New Bubble Show on Thursday, and yeah. Just rate, review, subscribe, send us any recommendations. I've been promising we're going to do Greatest Canadian for like six months. We will do it. But if you have any other ideas, please oh, is let that us Wayne know. Gretzky? Yeah, but is he Canadian? That's the um, thing. Yes, I gotta he like, is, he is. Yeah, I got to like, it would be mostly hockey, I think, yes. And then maybe Mike Myers. Be curling? <laughs> there's, no, there's some good Oh, there's Canadian... some ice skating duos, I feel Yeah, there's some Canadian basketball players, for sure. Oh, yeah. Steve oh, yeah. Nash. Steve Nash. Okay, CJ. Name more Canadian. No, do you want <laughs> people to follow you? Do people um, su- send in suggestions of what to do? Not as much as I'd like. Yeah. Well, they do, and they send uh, some picks that we forgot, which are always helpful and cool. But, yeah, send topics. People have been accusing me of sounding drunk, even when I'm sober. <clears throat> you know, we get, some, we get some fan interaction, and we always want more. Always. Yeah, we want more fan interaction. We want you guys to do our work for us. Okay, say your hand. Because it is hard uh, coming up with yeah. these topics. It is, but this was a great topic picked from you. Yeah. You suggested it. Um, you can follow me at CJ Toledano on everything. Okay, awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening. Be safe. Make sure you're registered to vote. And you've got all of that situated. If you are healthy and well enough to be a poll worker, I'm going to do it. Let's... Let's do it, I guess. Um, Thanks so much for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Thank you. The Greatest is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, I love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! 
Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.